Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Every Second Counts podcast with Tom and Matt. And we are welcome today with Pastor Chris Kness from Dom Deuce Outfitters Pastor. Ministries. Uh, Pastor Chris, how how do you want to be addressed, sir? Everybody calls me preach. Roger that. That's 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 simple. That's that that just makes it even easier. So we're here. We're, we're here. Preach we're on. here. We're, we're here. We're preach. And um, he he's been on many podcasts before. However, I, I I invited him on. I got a chance to meet him when uh, I attended Hero Stock last month. And um, what he's doing for the veteran community is is something outgoing for the nonprofit that he's running. And and. I, I, I'm just honored, sir, to have you come on and, and join me and Matt tonight. Well, I consider it an honor and a pleasure to be here, guys. It's, uh, you know, the best way that we can effectively impact the the crisis, the suicide epidemic and the crisis that's going on with our veterans and first responders is just to to be public with it and talk about it and engage with it and 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 uh get it out there as much as possible you know that's i'm a firm believer in uh we can do a little uh, get a lot accomplished by uh working together as a team than we can working separately absolutely yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. And I think it's that that's uh, the battle with uh, veteran nonprofits, I would say. There's so many of them trying to go different different directions, but we're all just trying to do the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's hard for us. We're stuck out here in western Nebraska and there's there's really isn't anybody or anything out here around us. So but what's unique about where we're located is we can effectively impact, you know, not only Nebraska, but South Dakota. We're two and a half hours from Rapid City, South Dakota. We're uh, a little over an hour from Cheyenne, Wyoming. We're like two hours from Colorado. I mean, it's we're centrally located to where we could effectively impact a lot of different states. And so... Being up there next to Cheyenne, you go to the rodeo? Oh, yeah. We go to Cheyenne Frontier Days. Yes, sir. Yeah. My father-in-law, man, every year, that's, that's where he's going. Yeah, absolutely. It's a hoot. It's a good time. Yeah. We were we were trying to come up there last year, and then we had a, um, you know, the, the uh, Buffalo Roundup they have in South Dakota. Oh, you yeah. You heard about that? All the bison? Yeah. So we put in for a drawing, and I talked to the lady, and she said, yeah, most – most years, people who put in get drawn because we need more of uh, a more number than people actually submit for. But I guess they had a, a uh, influx of people submit this year, so we didn't get drawn, and so we didn't go to Cheyenne, and then we didn't get drawn. So we're gonna make it up there next year. Right, right. <laughs> so how's everything? Has his neck of the woods? Everything still hot. Good. Yeah. Well, I think I think here in Arkansas, it, it's been in the low 40s in the morning and then shoots up to the 80s in the afternoon. Yeah, it uh, today it only got up, I think, 54 here. 
it's been raining all day. Um, just but maybe might get a little bit of snow tonight, but that's good because hopefully we'll get those deer moving around and those bachelor herds moving around so we can get some veterans on some pretty good deer in our during archery season. So, so what do y'all typically hunt? So we uh, we hunt basically everything you can hunt out here in Nebraska: whitetail deer, mule deer, turkey, waterfowl, antelope. Uh, we do some coyote hunting. So just about anything you can hunt, we've got properties that that uh, hold those uh, critters, and and we go after them. Nice. So we, uh, our archery season opened up September 1st and it, uh, it'll run till December 31st. Um, rifle season opens up, I want to say November 9th, if I'm not mistaken. And it, it's open till the 18th. And then, uh, our deer black powder season is the full month of December. So we've got very long and, uh, generous seasons. So it's, season, yeah. Our, yeah, our waterfowl season opens up October 25th, I believe. And it runs until February 11th, 12th. So it, we did got you, a real did, long. Did you already have? Did you already have that outfit and then and then uh, with the intent of helping veterans or were you already doing it and then kind of transitioned into that? So we um, we started out as a as an outfitter and I just got tired of all the all the backstabbing and how ugly it gets. I mean, everybody and their dog anymore wants to be a an outfitter service and that's so cutthroat it's it just gets ugly and uh you know after a careful discussion and you know just really researching it hard um and and god had been calling me into ministry full time and that ministry was for veterans you know struggling with pts and combat stress disorder and and all those post-war reflections and, uh, you know, that's, this is where it led us to. And, uh, you know, December 15th of 2015, Deuce Outfitters Ministry was born and we've been going hard ever since. I think it's funny how those uh, things happen. We've, uh, hosted up to this point since 2015. I think we're right around 325 veterans from across the United States. That's awesome. So when when someone comes out there, like someone like myself, I I own rifles. I went hunting once before on a veteran day, and we didn't see anything. What what is? Am I the kind of person that would want to come out there? Absolutely. For we, for the therapy of it, even yeah. though I'm putting everyone else at risk. You're not putting anybody. <laughs> we don't, you know, it's you don't know Tom. It, uh, Fred Bear, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with who Fred Bear is. Um, he's a pretty renowned old school archery hunter. Um, um, I'm trying to think. Ted Nugent sings a song about him. And uh 
Fred Bear always used to say, it's not about the harvest. It, it's about the hunt. And I'm a firm believer in that. You know, the harvest is just the icing on the cake. But getting out into the into nature and being able to engage with what God has created and shut the noise off, you, it, it's surprising the impact that it'll have on your life and how it'll quiet your soul. You won't seem so restless and um, it, it really does impact lives. Um, but Tom, to answer that on the other side of that, we're, um, in the process of raising funds to launch an equine healing program, equine assisted healing. Um, because, Horses are a phenomenal instrument when it comes to dealing with uh, PTS, combat stress disorder, because a horse mirrors you exactly where you are at emotionally. And so when you walk into that pen and you're trying to make a, a, a join up with a horse, if you don't have your emotions in check and you're, you know, that horse isn't going to want to join up with you because horses are, are, are a, a prey animal. They're not a predator. And so they're looking for protection. They're looking for an alpha that, that they can trust, you know. And, and what Deuce Outfitters Ministry has always been about is relationships. And, and the one thing that I tell our people is, you know, when it comes to people that our veterans trust, it's slim to none because they've been abused and lied to so many times. And they can tell when you're BSing them. I said, so the best thing that you can do is just be transparent with them and give these guys an opportunity to talk and just shut up and listen. Because 90% of all your veterans, what I have found is they just want somebody that'll listen to them. They aren't looking for an answer. They're just wanting to know that somebody truly cares. And that's what we're about. We're about, we're about relationships and we're not a one and done operation. We encourage all of our guests to stay in contact with us to uh to continue to uh to come back you know whenever whenever time allows for it to come back um you know with this equine program that we're getting ready to launch you know it's it's a four-day program you know and because we want we want to make the take the option of suicide off of the table and, uh, you know, the, the equine assisted healing does a really good job at helping diffuse that, if you will. Um, and on the, on the other end of that, you know, it's we can work as, with a family as a unit because there's a lot of hurt within the family. And so the family has to heal just as much as the veteran does. 
And so, you know, there's, there's trust that has to be gained all the way around. And, you know, there's, there's wounds and, and, you know, feelings and, and everything that everybody has, has, you know, suffered that need to be repaired and healed. And so, you know, that's the power of, of equine assisted healing. Are you, wow, I, I, are y'all looking uh, for, uh, like you said, you're looking for like, you know, donations or whatever the case may be. Is that to buy specific horses or how many horses do you need? Do you have horses already? You just need funds or are you we, looking for like older horses that could be donated or all the above? All the above. Right now we're trying to, we've got uh, right at, we're waiting on grants to come in so we can purchase an actual equine facility um, that's large enough that that we can bring in, you know, four or five veterans at a shot or a, or a family of five or six in for four or five days. And, you know, we can house them comfortably make so they feel like they're at home and uh, they're not they're not suffering any discomforts, I guess. Right. Um, so that's really important to us is the comfort level. Um, and, and making the, and helping these individuals feel like they, they have extended family. Cause that's what we are. You know, Ms. J not very many people, you know, that we've engaged with, um, like at Hero Stock and, and that I personally met Miss J. Um, you know, some of the other podcasters have have given her a shout out through the podcast and have seen her for a minute where she's, you know, giving me a hard time. But uh Miss J's all about family. She's not about handshakes, she's about hugs. And you know, the first thing that she'll do when she sees you, she'll hug you up around the neck. And say welcome to our family. Moving forward, you've always got family in Nebraska now. That's awesome. And and yeah. that's what about for us, you know. Um, you know as well as I do that with you know, it's really hard for us as men to ever admit that we're struggling with anything, let alone psychological issues, mental health issues. You're never going to get a man to come out, you know, um, in mixed company and, and talk about that. And so we've, you know, we've, we've been very effective in what we, you know, out of the 325 veterans, um, thanks be to God, we've only lost two veterans that we've ever worked with out of that 325 and both of those circumstances were, you know, spouses decided to file for divorce and they wanted sole custody of the kids. And I mean, at that very moment, and, and I'm only, you know, taking a guess at this at best, to them, their whole world just came unwound and they had nothing left. And so... You know, even if we'd, uh, I can't even say that if, if they'd have reached out that I would like to thought, think that, that maybe we could talk them off that ledge. But, you know, when, when somebody is that hurt and devastated over what's going on in their life, um, you know, at that point, you're just, uh, 
you're praying to God for him to intervene and, and make a, a miracle happen at that point. Absolutely. I would think for me, I understand the horses. I don't have horses. I have goats. I got two, two, two goats. And I understand my relationship with the goats and my dogs when I just go out because I walk my goats. Like I'll let them out and I'll walk them around my property. And there's, uh -huh. something, ther there's something therapeutic about that. They're jumping oh. and like they're like dogs to me. Like they just come when I call them, I got names for them. And like, I, I, I see that being so more, so much more healthy because being outside, uh, going on walks and, you know, like you said, being outside and, and experiencing nature, when, when you're inside of places, I believe it gives you too much time to think. Absolutely. And, 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 and it gives you too much time to overthink and, and then you you have you know discussions with yourself about things that never happened, but you're overthinking the future. And, and I think ha having having that opportunity, I think that's I think that's amazing. Well, and the cool thing about horses is, I mean, this is an eighteen hundred pound animal. That I mean, honestly, if it if it wanted to kill you, it could, you know, but they that isn't the way a horse is wired i mean they want to join up with a human they want to trust you they want to connect and have that relationship um but it's just like with anybody or anything you got to gain its trust and so you know that is is how you approach people and it's the same way with a horse if you go in you know with a horse hooping and hollering and, you know, acting the fool and slamming gates and, you know, you're that you're going to freak that horse out. And, and if you go in timid and, and, you know, acting like you're half scared, you ain't going to gain it there either. But if you can go in there with carrying a little bit of self-confidence and maintaining yourself and just giving that horse an opportunity they'll join up with you and they'll be in your pocket just like a dog. Mm. It's I've got a, uh, a, I've got a four year old, uh, quarter horse. He fit, he's, he's tall, he's 15 hands. And, uh, my wife actually bought him for my wedding as my wedding present. And he uh -huh. is, I mean, I can ride him at night. I can ride him daytime. I work cows with him. Um, I can shoot off of him and, when I'm out in the pasture, he'll be right by me. And if I stop to check a fence or something or reach down to pick something up, he'll be biting on the back of my neck, nibbling on my ear. You know, oh, yeah. they just, like you said, it's just part, part of you. Absolutely. So I love it. Yep. They, uh, it's amazing. And, and, you know, and it, you don't even have to ride them to feel that healing that takes place with them. I mean, you know, horses are so sensitive. They can feel your heartbeat from 40 feet away that's how sensitive a horse is oh wow um, that's impressive so if you go in there high anxiety and you know your heart's jumping out of your chest they're going to sense that mm. and so you know it it's it's all about trust and i tell people you know it, it's crazy because 
and I use this when, when I when I talk to people about Jesus and you know before we have a relationship with Jesus we're running around like a wild horse right and we think we're free you know I mean we can do whatever we want but all of a sudden you start realizing that doing everything that you want to do isn't the healthiest thing and it's not the safest thing and all of a sudden when you create that relationship with Jesus and and you fall under his grace and his love then you truly understand what freedom is at that point. Um, same way with a horse, you know, as a you know a Mustang or or just a horse that's never been, um, never been. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like to use that word broke because it sounds like you're you know, gentled is for me is a better word. You know, a horse that's never been gentled, um, you know, until until you gentle them, they think, man, they're living the high life. But what they don't, what they, what they finally grasp is once they trust you and they built that relationship with you, they don't have to worry about their groceries anymore. They don't have to worry about predators jumping on their back and trying to, you know, take their head off. All of a sudden they realize that, man, what I thought I had was good, but Man, what I have now is really good. And it's that same thing, you know, it kind of corresponds with us and our relationship with Jesus. We thought we had it real good. But once you realize the grace and the security that comes from a relationship with Jesus, and, and I stress the word relationship, it's not about religion. Man created religion to control the masses. And that isn't what Jesus wants. Jesus wants a relationship. He wants you to talk to him like you and I are talking right now. But because man is so prideful and always wants to make the simplest things more difficult, um, you know, they make this relationship more strainful than it really needs to be i mean jesus is waiting right there with his hand open to you saying just take it man i'll love you you just got to give me the opportunity to love you and i'll take care of you and it's amazing how once you start building that relationship with with jesus wounds are healed Things that need to be restored are restored. And all of a sudden you're like, man, I've been fighting this for how many years? And all I needed to do was say, Jesus, I'm yours. Do you feel do you feel when um you get veterans that come out there? Or do you think it's like a two-fold kind of question? It, it going along with what you were saying like veterans will come out there like someone like myself with all the opportunities outfitters out there fishing things there's all these things someone like myself i feel like i'm in i it's not for me you know what i mean that that's for someone else that's for and and you know like you said that it's the pride thing it's an ego thing and i think you know it's real difficult how is the response once people come on deck there and then 
you know, start integrating? It's once again, it all falls back to being relationship based. You know, I've had guys come out with full anticipation of all they wanted to do was get kill a trophy animal. And, you know, three or four hours into it, they're like, you know, I I really don't want to hunt. I just kind of want to hang out with you and talk and and get to know you and and let you get to know me. And I've got numerous guys that are like, dude, I just missed the fellowship with you. It's not even about the hunting and all that anymore. And it's it's because we don't judge anybody here. It's not our place to judge. And we're not going to beat you over the head with a Bible, but we're going to let our walk show you who we are and our walk and our talk match up. And that's everyone that's a part of our team. Um, You know, it's, it's about us honestly giving a care about you guys, about the veteran and wanting to make a difference in their lives. How many people you think gotten saved while you've been out there on the hunt from talking to them? Um, do you know? No, I don't. I don't. And that really isn't, that isn't my job. Um, my job is just to plant the seeds like I'm doing here with you guys tonight. I don't know your walks. I don't know if you have a relationship with Jesus or not, or if you believe or not. I don't know. My job, what I've been called to do is plant those seeds. And then what happens is all of a sudden you start thinking about what I said. Mm-hmm. And and all of a sudden something grabs you. And what grabs you is you're being convicted. And then all of a sudden you make a phone call and say, hey, tell me more about this Jesus fella. And that's what it is. I mean, it's, I don't, I try to keep things as simple as possible. Um, I'll talk to you, you know, and, and I'm available 24-7 to anybody at any given time. You know, where you guys are located, you're in Arkansas, right? Yes, sir. So, I'm in you Texas. Know, yeah, yeah. Where are you at in Texas? East Texas, around Nacogdoches area. All right. I uh, about, work for uh, tw- 40, 40 minutes from Louisiana, Louisiana, I can't talk, Louisiana border. Sure. Um, you know where Wattsboro, Texas is? Uh-huh. I used to work there years and years ago for a cutting horse outfit. Okay. So, but Small anyway, to get, yeah, to get back to my, to get back to what I was saying, I'm an hour different than you guys. It's, you know, it's 542 here. It's 642 there. But even at two o'clock your time in the morning or three o'clock in the morning your time, if if you need to talk, you call me and we're going to go to battle together. And I tell every every individual after I talk with them on the phone or even our podcasters, you're part of our family moving forward. And I I expect it from you that if you're if you're battling the demons at three or four o'clock in the morning, I expect you to call me because it's a lot easier to go into battle with a buddy than it is to try to do it alone. And I, and I've been 
and in those dark rabbit holes. And then they're not fun to be in, and especially when they, when you're by yourself. And so that's kind of my level of commitment. And, and, you know, my commitment to you guys is 24-7, 365, I got your six. And, you know, I don't know if, if you guys saw the, the caps that we had out during a hero stock, but it was the I got your six. It had the. the oh, yeah, the, I got one. Yeah, yeah. And it had the suicide awareness thing on it. Um, <laughs> our developer for that hat, he was like, man, I hate that hat. And I'm like, why? He said, I just don't like that hat. And the funny thing is, is he hated that hat, but it's been the, the best selling hat that we've ever had. And it's because of the message. Right. And that that's what, you know, and it's important that people realize that is that that message is what we're all about is, you know, and, and I've had veterans call me at, at four in the morning, you know, their time, which is three or two my time. And, and I'm all right with that, you know, and, and I always tell them if I don't answer for whatever reason, I'll guarantee you the minute I see that you called, you will get a phone call back from me. I'll never leave you high and dry, but I, I'm, I, I warned guys, I said, be careful in putting all your faith in a man because whether a man intends to or not, he will disappoint you and let you down at some point. And that's just cold, harsh reality. And whether they intended to or not, it's going to happen at some point in your life. And so, you know, you've got to be willing to offer grace as well. But it, it's just about putting yourself out there and wanting to make a difference and letting your walk and your talk match up. Yeah, I would say I would say that's really powerful because that's the number one thing that, you know, a veteran will go through something and it, every, it, it seems so simplistic. Like if you're married or you have family, it seems so simplistic to be able to just well, just talk to your wife about it. Talk, you know, talk to your family about it, talk to your friends. But you it's not easy to talk to these people because you can, they don't know this part of you. They don't know. <laughs> This, this this inside mystery bag that you carry around with you on Absolutely. you know what's wrong why are you in a bad mood or like all these different emotions and one one positive thing I, I i was able to realize going through different things is it's always the perspective they don't see that and and it, until you have that conversation like your perspective is a lot different than mine. Your reactions are a lot different than mine. And like you said earlier, that once you start that communication, it allows you to breathe a little easier in certain situations. Oh, absolutely. But I, but, but I feel having having that that relationship to be able to come out. So when you when you have these these hunts, how 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 long would a person come for? You know, it just depends. A lot of our hunts are three days, um, depending on on what's going on. You know, we've had guys stay for four or five days, and it's just because we had an open schedule. Um, it's it, it's like I, you know, we do our darndest to put you guys on on you know good animals, and and we've always had a really good success rate, and 
Um, but it, it seems like at the end of the day, the guys are like, man, it doesn't matter that, that I didn't harvest anything. He said, you know, it's, it's, I was a, it's amazing how much healing occurred while I was out here with you. And it's just cause you're easy to talk to and you don't judge. And it, it, that's Christ doesn't judge anybody. He just wants us to talk to him. He's been there. Christ, Christ walked through it all. He didn't, he, we haven't gone through anything that he hasn't undergone himself. That's why he extends the grace to us. And he stands as a mediator between us and God is because he came to earth and walked as a man. Um, and, I feel and like, go ahead. I feel if I came out there, I would be judged by you and everyone out there. Because if I didn't shoot an animal, keep in mind, I've never killed an animal. I don't know how to clean an animal. Now, I, everyone's going to judge me off that. And you should. I'm a growing up. I should know how to do these things. But because I don't, the minute I'm in the position to do it and I don't, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't oh. <laughs> then you get hard on yourself harder on yourself than oh you. absolutely yeah oh yeah um not everybody Are people I, i'm sorry to cut you off preach my question was you know you have people that may have some people that come out that want to hunt to harvest but like you said some people come out and then really don't even care about it um and we start talking about you know availability on spots and things like that what if somebody just wanted to come out to hang out and maybe just tag along for a hunt? Would you still need an opening for that? Oh, like no. far as a schedule? No. If somebody just wanted to come out for the fellowship alone, well, there's always room for that. Always. Right. Right. You know, I don't ever want to discourage anybody from coming out that, that can use that healing. And, uh, you know, I've got guys that help that do the guiding for us. I'm old enough now and I've got arthritis in my hips so bad that, you know, for me to try to put a stock on a mule deer or, or anything like that, I just can't do it anymore. I've been, I'm so beat up, but, uh, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, a guy just wanting to hang out and, and talk over a cup of coffee or a glass of sweet tea and, and just chew the fat man, we, there's a lot of things that get accomplished in a short amount of time. And it's just because they, what we offer is, is a place for them to harbor. No, a harbor isn't the right word. We give them a place to release all this pent up emotion and thoughts. And we help, we can help them work through that. Um, and you know, before you know it, that we help them to realize that when they get stuck in that moment and, and we've all been there, right. You know, we all get stuck in that moment where all of a sudden we start shaking like a hound dog trying to crap a peat seed. And, uh, you know, it, it, we just revert back to some, the, to that trauma, but it's our job to help you to realize it's a moment. It's a moment that you're getting captured in and that moment isn't going to last forever. But if you can address that moment, verbalize it 
now now we've put a name to what that demon is that's jacking with you. Now we can talk through it. And, and we can deal with those emotions and, and with whatever those emotions may be, whether it's anger, whether it's hurt, whether it's disappointment, whether it's, it's guilt. Um, there's a whole range of emotion that, 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 you know, war fighters go through, you know, and, and then you look at the other side of that, you look at the female veterans, you know, and, and there's a, big chunk of those ladies that have suffered sexual trauma from the military and they've never spoken to anybody about it because you know the stigma is and and what ends up happening is is well you asked for it you had to have asked for it or you know and, and i'm i'm sorry but that isn't that that's not the case i mean I'm, I'm, I hate to say it, but there are those uh, predators out there that, that use those uh, butter bars and that brass to, uh, to engage people in a, in a fashion that isn't acceptable. Yeah, and, I, and I, would agree, I would agree with you on that real quick because I think any, any especially female veteran that's dealing with any kind of, you know, PTSD, TBI, dealing with anxiety, any kind of clinical depression. And then if you had a sexual, you know, misconduct happen to you or rape or something tragic, that's a shame. That's that self-induced shame that you deal with anyway, or, you know, a remorse, you know, so, you know, someone didn't make it back or, you know, you're dealing with these emotions. And I think the females have it 10 times worse because, they're judged no matter what. And that's one of the reasons why we're so focused on getting this equine program going is because, you know, quite honestly, there's not a lot of females out there that want to go traipsing through the woods trying to lay the smack down on an animal. I mean, most women just aren't wired that way. I've been blessed with a, with a wife that is, and she's willing to get muddy and bloody right along with me but most women aren't wired that way. And so because of that, we've never hosted a female veteran and we know they're falling through the cracks. And, and that's not just in Nebraska. That's, that's across the country. That's nationwide. Um, and so a lot of it is, I met with a lady here. I had to speak in an engagement. I, it was four or five weeks ago. Um, and she caught me out in the parking lot as I was leaving. And she said, preach, do you have a couple minutes? And I'm like, absolutely. Well, come to find out she was a rape victim from the military. She got out in 96. And the only person that knows about it is her husband. And um, she has carried that for all these years and she's a believer, but she still battles alcoholism and, and depression and guilt and, and that feeling of, of uncleanliness. And it's like, man, nobody is designed to carry that and nobody deserves to feel that way. And we've just got to make an impact across the board with every single veteran that is struggling with these, with these demons, because all, at the end of the day, 
what it is, is it's the enemy sitting there whispering in your ear, telling you that you deserve to feel the way that you deserve. And that's a bunch of hooey. Nobody deserves to be treated poorly and, and nobody deserves and, and to have to carry that stuff with them. It's okay to care about the things that happened in your past, but we're not designed to carry it. Pretty soon that burden gets so heavy and you get so tired of it. That's why the suicide epidemic has shot through the roof is because men and women alike are getting tired of carrying the burden and nobody taking time to just listen to them. Do you get a, a, a different reaction when people come out there and see where you're at, the location where you're at, and, you know, the, the, the whole landscape and everything? Do you get different reactions uh, upon them arriving? So, like a lot of people from back where you're at, Arkansas, the Carolinas, Tennessee, you know, all that area, y'all ain't used to seeing wide open space. I mean, it's it's woods. I mean, it's mm -hmm. heavy. And out here, you can see for miles. You can see a sun coming, you know, a sunrise coming a half an hour, 45 minutes before it ever gets there. Um, same way with the sunsets. And, and that's the reaction we get is, I've never seen a sunset this beautiful or a sunrise that beautiful. And so, yeah, it's just the environment of being out in God's creation, I think, begins that healing process because they're able to see that, yeah, you know, the world isn't all ugly. There are there are portions of this world that truly are beautiful. And, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's all about perspective. Well, I'll think that, uh, I know Tom, you're about when we say five hours for me ish. I know from where I'm yeah. at, it's, I think it's 18 to Cheyenne. Yeah. We it's might, about, we it's about 18 to, from where 20. I'm at, Whitesboro, it's about 18 hours to Whitesboro, yeah. Texas. So we might have to load up, Tom. Go check it out, man. Yes, someone's gonna have to teach me how to do things. I got a 308 that's not that's not BZO'd, and I don't know what I'm doing with it. So, <laughs> oh, dude, we'll, we'll get you. Yeah, that's facts. I'm dead serious. It's not, hey, I haven't used it. 25 yards is good for 500, right? Hey, I've tried uh, it. I got a whole box of rounds I haven't even even loaded up. I could go out, and that's the beauty of living here. And Matt, I know where you live. You could probably you could probably just go out and just can you go off and just shoot out? Do it all the time. It's it's yeah, it's common here, especially when I hear the coyotes. I oh, just yeah. go out and shoot a couple oh, yeah. shots because they get close and I get nervous. <laughs> so I go out and shoot a couple of shots and let them go. I just, you know, breathe and squeeze, breathe and squeeze. <laughs> you know. That's um We've got, I've got guys on my team that just are, they're just super, super good guys that our whole team is made up of veterans, really, except for Ms. J and then um, one of our other, our, our uh, marketing um, executive. And she's like a daughter to us. She's, we pretty much adopted her and, and she, her, but she's a, she's a, the mother of a of a 
of a military her daughter's in the navy and and so she's a military mother but uh you know the, everybody is so sold out on this mission and the guys that you deal with daily through us are our veterans or or uh first responders or you know um you know it's it's just crazy how god has brought uh, a whole group of people from different walks of life into this one mission and and we've been able to to really impact some lives and get people off that ledge and understand that it's just a moment and it's not worth giving up on do you ever feel like you're tricking these people like you're a magician out there you got them talking they're enjoying the environment. You're preaching to them. They, you start seeing them change. They're starting to, you know, you see their demeanor change over the, the, the course of the days while they're there. Is it, do you feel, can you see that? Obviously I'm joking, but can you see their, their, their demeanor change oh, through I, inter, interaction and everything oh, yeah. else? Absolutely. Um, you know, no, I, I don't ever feel like a trickster because um, God brought me to this in 2015. And if I wasn't doing a good job of representing him in the kingdom, he would have stomped a mud hole in me a long time ago and removed me from this. It just seems so unfair. You, um, you're giving the opportunity people showing up. It well, well, to me, so I'm originally from New Jersey. And, sure. and when I was telling everyone I was retiring and moving down to Arkansas, you always get a weird look like, why Arkansas? Until I moved here. And then people were like, oh, is that where you live? Because you're out in, you know, nature. You're out in the, I'm out in the, in the woods, in the middle of nowhere. And it's a different um, routine for your mind and body, I feel, when you're out in that environment. Vice like a city environment, vice a highly, um, I think the, how can I say there's, it's less traffic. We don't have a lot of people that live in our town and it's and very, think, little, it's very little noise. And that's the best way to put it. Um, you know, we have a drash tent that we put our guests in and it's wired with electricity and it's got a pellet stove in it and a uh, mini fridge and a microwave and a coffee maker. It's, you know, like a little studio apartment, but it'll sleep, you know, five or six guys in it. And but, you know, what I encourage you guys to do is, man, shut that phone off. Because how many hours during throughout the course of a day are you on that phone? Whether you're you know you're scrolling Facebook or scrolling YouTube or or whatever. I mean, and so your mind never sh gets a chance to shut off and just be quiet, be still. And there's a lot that can happen. A lot of healing can happen once we unplug and shut the noise off. Um, you know, I'm like, I get it. You need to talk to your wives. I, you know, th that's understandable, but man, don't be, you know, I encourage you not to just be as we're driving out to a side or, or you're sitting on a ridge to be, you know, on your phone jacking around or, cause you know, we don't, that isn't what it's about. It's about you 
experiencing the healing that can take place by being out in nature, by being unplugged, by getting back to the basics. Yeah, because you um, can't hear anything. If yeah, you're if you're if you're doing too much, you can't hear you can, nothing when you're there. You can hear everything. That if that like your point. So it's deer season, it's bow season here in Texas, right? So I've been getting all into it, but unfortunately I've only been out like two or three times because of my workload. But I go out and get in the stand and or I hunt on the ground. I have a uh gila suit and everything. I I don't I like to to scout. And just constantly just move through the woods. I don't like sitting in a stand on a pipeline and just a game of luck. You know, it's just not me. I like to get out and get busy. And uh, to my wife, you know, she'll, it's funny because I'll get back to my truck. Typically, I'm only out for about three hours. I get back to my truck. I'll have, you know, five missed calls, two texts. What are you doing? Why aren't you answering my phone? When are you coming home? It's three hours. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not going to be texting them if I'm out in the woods. You know, yeah. she's like, what? Oh, I mean, I don't understand how you enjoy that so much. I'm like, it's just me and nature. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's so. amazing how when you can watch the world wake up, how much beauty is really there. You know, when you are able to lay eyes on a herd of deer that have no idea you're watching them and watch them do their deer thing, you know, or, or to sit and watch ducks or geese and they don't know you're there. You know, it, it's just, it's amazing to see the world, how the world was meant to be without it being threatened, you know, and then, then comes, you know, the time to draw blood, you know, right. and that get the adrenaline going, you know, and, and, you know, some of the, you know, some of the guys, that's what they miss is that going a hundred miles an hour with their hair on fire, that adrenaline pump, you know, but, and, and, and I get that. I understand that I was that way for a long, long time, but anymore to me now, I, I love sitting on a ridge, watching that sun come up and all of a sudden seeing deer pop up out of nowhere and start moving and migrating and interacting. And, and all of a sudden you see a couple of coyotes come over a ridge and they sit there and watch or, you know, it's things like that, that the beauty of the world that really heals the soul. Yeah. What, in your opinion, when, what's the, uh, the prime time, not just to come just to, to mark, to harvest, say a mule deer or something like that, but just to experience the weather and just the everything that encompasses around that to where you're not getting hit by a blizzard or a, or a storm you know it's just that prime prime sweet spot um usually between the end of october to the first part of december you're we're usually pretty safe i mean i can remember times when uh on Christmas Day or New Year's Day, we were out riding horses, you know, shirt sleeves. You know, I mean, it's, we don't have these, I mean, we, we get these times of winter that roll in and they hang around for a week or 10 days that they can be pretty brutal. But, you know, typically if we get a storm, it rolls in and out within 24 hours and within another, would you stop it? Within another 24 hours. Um, 
you know, it, we got the snow melting off. Um, so typically, you know, from October to, I'm going to say to honestly be safe the mid part of December, you're a hundred percent overall, you're not going to run it. You might run into some cooler temperatures, but you're not going to run into the blizzards and, blizzards. and all the winter storms that we did. We can get, right. you know, last, um, in December, we got a storm and, and we had snow on the ground after that all the way up until uh, right before turkey season, which opens up March 25th. We just kept getting dumped on with snow, which we needed it because we've been in a drought for the last seven, eight years. And so it was much needed. Um, but even then, you know, as far as cold temps were concerned, I mean, brutally cold. Um, I think there might only been seven to ten days that that it was just like you know you walked outside lungs, yeah, right, yep, okay, noted. We know when to go, Tom. <laughs> Absolutely, and you guys are welcome anytime. You just give me a call. I mean, you know. Our numbers on our, our our website. It's on our social media. That's my personal number. So, um, Tom, I think I even gave you one of my business cards during. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, I'm always available, and and even if it's just chew the fat over a cup of coffee and a Facetime call, I'm all about that. You know, I, I, I enjoy conversation and and being to help a, a, an individual work through some things in their head, you know, because um, nine times out of 10, what you're feeling isn't what it, it, what actually is going on. You know, it's it, a lot of times it's just we beat ourselves up for things that we had no control over. Oh, can I can I ask a stupid question? Absolutely. What, um, do you, do you, so you butcher the deer, let's say, or whatever, do y'all cook it or eat it or bag it? How does that work out? All the above. Oh. All right. Um, <laughs> if you drive up, you know, we'll, uh, we'll cut it up during rifle season. We have a, we have a guy that here local that, that, uh, he'll, he'll, butcher it up and and you know for i think he charges 125 bucks for a whole deer and and uh <laughs> mr Melo, how you doing amigo um <laughs> you know it, it, but we can do it as well our guys every one of our guys can do it you know a lot of times a lot you know most of our veterans are like man just Let's just quarter it, get it put on ice, and I'll take care of it when I get home. Um, because that I'm not travel, that guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those guys are like, you know, it gives that that time for that blood to leach out of that meat, and and uh, you know, it's a little bit easier to to cut up, and so, but yeah, absolutely. Penny says hi. Oh, she, hey, man, she is the most awesome woman in the world. That lady stole my heart the first time I met her. So, Matt, um, Penny is Eric's Eric's mom, Eric, uh, with Mike on the contagion effect. And Eric at Hero Stock brought his mom 
and she got a purple swirl in her hair and she just w- hit the town and hit all the all the profits she was everywhere she would just pop up occasionally it, it was it was a it was a great time i was i was glad i was there to meet her uh, she's high speed low drag man yeah there you go absolutely we need more of them that's for sure absolutely absolutely yes sir but you know we we try to take care in, of, of our guests and and just offer them the full service of of just being able to come out here and and heal that's what it's all about is uh and like i said you know i get i more times than not i get guys that that'll call me six months later and say hey i was out there hunting deer can i come out and, and hunt turkey or come out and do go out on a waterfowl hunt and it's like man that's too easy absolutely you know if if we're impacting you that much that you want to come out and spend more time with us we want you out here we you know we want you to feel like this is family and these are people that I want to spend time with because it is free of judgment. And I can, I can talk what's on my heart and in my head freely and they're going to get it, you know? And I'm not going to say that, you know, I always tell my guys, don't ever, the worst thing you can say is I understand because we don't. I, what, what I went through and what y'all went through are two different things and how we responded to them are two different ways. The only thing that we have in common are similarities and we did respond in a manner. And so I can't say that, you know, I, I, I know what you're going through, but I, what I can say is, Hey man, I've, I've gone through something similar and this is how I handled it. And this is how, you know, good or bad, you know, these are the right. out. And so, you know, you, every person is unique in their own responses and in, in their own, uh, their, their own situations feelings. they've been in. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, you know, absolutely. so are, is, so you're on Facebook, you have a website or on Instagram or just, we're on Instagram. Okay. We have a YouTube channel, you know, on our YouTube channel, basically all it is, is, uh, there's a couple, two, three hunts on there, four hunts on there. But since we started doing these podcasts, we put these podcasts on there and, and share them. So, you know, people can, you know, kind of follow us and get a feel for us and, and see that, you know, it, it doesn't matter whether you talk to me a year ago or 10 years ago, you're, you're hearing the same thing and it, it doesn't change. It's, it's that's, about, that's one of those things to where, you know, it's like, I'll, for example, you know, Tom and I, Tom and I were recruiters together in Philadelphia and then, uh, heck we didn't talk for years. And then as soon as we started talking again, you know, it was like it was yesterday. We just talked. I got friends that I don't talk to for a year, or so just because of other things that are going, you know, they're deployed or whatever the case may be. But as soon as we talk, it's like we were talking yesterday, and that to me, that's something for me personally that I cherish more than anything because you always talk about your your network of friends, 
you know, you, you're, you're only going to have a small handful of people that you can connect like that with. Absolutely. And it's, and it, that, I mean, it's, it's, it's character is what makes those connections. So somebody that has a shabby character, you're not, you don't, you aren't comfortable enough to make that connection and you don't want to reach out to them and you don't want to, you know, engage with them. But somebody that is, has a high character and that is morally sound and that you know that they're speaking truth into you and they're not just blowing smoke. Those are the people that we tend to draw to because, and, and that's just a natural thing that happens because if, you know, if, if we're hurting or we're confused or we're searching for something, we're drawn to people that, that potentially could either give us the answer or lead us to the answer um, that have had similar experiences. And, and so naturally we're drawn to that and those are healthy relationships. And those are the kind of people that you want to surround yourself with. You know, you don't want to go to the guy that says, ah, screw it, man, quit acting like a, a wuss cup, let's go to the bar and just get soused. That doesn't answer the problem. That doesn't fix nothing. All it does is it makes it 10 times worse. And then the next morning you feel like you got run over by a dump truck, but you're still in the same place that you were the day before. Whereas if, you know, you and I can sit down and have a cup of coffee and, and talk to each other is educated men that are, that are of high quality character and morals, we can get something accomplished then, you know, we can sit down and have strategic conversations that mean something, you know, and granted, it's not always like that. I mean, there's always going to be times where, you know, you, you need to cut up. I mean, you've, you've got to, but I mean, when, when a guy's in a position where, he's contemplated chewing on the end of a, a, the business end of a nine millimeter, the time for horsing around is over with. It's time to figure out where the issues are and how we can address those issues to get you off that ledge. Yeah. Cause I think, I think the problem with that is everyone looks for answers with the group that they're in, but that's the group they're in. So they're not going to find the answers or their happiness or because they're feeling that way with their people. So like Matt said, there's there's rare relationships out there. There's rare opportunities. Like if they would come out on a hunt with you guys, rare opportunities to meet these different people that they would have never met before and go through this uh, spiritual, spiritual journey of, of just being out in nature and, and, walking with God and, and, and for those that don't know, learn about Jesus and, and just completely be vulnerable with, with new people. And that's, that's, that could be extremely scary in in certain lights. And, and, and basically what you have to do is get comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable. And that's not a bad thing because that's when we grow. We do our most growth intellectually, emotionally, psychologically when we're in an uncomfortable situation. 
Um, it's, it's when we just, we get stuck in the same rut day in, day out. And nobody is, you know, the, the VA doesn't offer the answer. We know that. Um, you know, our, our group of buddies aren't going to, you know, they're going to be there, but they aren't giving us the healthy answer. Some of them do. I think, I think there's, there's some guys out there that have, that have got it, that have come to a point where they, they've got a pretty good grasp on it and, and they're trying to lead their inner, you know, their inner circle down the right path. But I think, uh, as a, as a whole in the majority of it, it seems like the answer's always been self-medicate. I'm just going to tie it on, you know, because the only way I can sleep is if I, I get doped up out of my mind or I get drunk out of my mind and I pass out. Otherwise, the demons come and I have the nightmares and, and I, don't, I can't do that anymore. So the self-medication begins. And before you know it, you're dealing with a whole other set of uncontrollable circumstances that are getting ready to, to literally uh, blow your whole family up. You know, you're just mm-hmm. asking, you're just pouring fuel on the fire at that point. Yep. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, having a, having a whiskey or drinking a beer is bad, but I'm saying when you, that's what you're using as a coping device, that, that be, then it's an issue. Yeah, that is dangerous. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then, it's, See, then you, I need to cut you off, Tom. Well, no, well, what you so like you're talking about these veterans in a rut. So I work one of the other things I do. I work for a company called Just for Veterans, where we help people that are stuck in that rut, dealing with the VA. They can't get any help. They can't get appointments, where the case may be. So we go, we step in and basically take that burden off their shoulders. Uh, we have our own doctors that they can get diagnosed with. We actually do get their medical record, we comb through it, we find all the things that we could submit for, uh, diagnosis, uh, any chronic issues that they've had, um, TBIs, um, major depressive disorder, general uh, anxiety disorder, uh, PTSD, it kind of falls under the whole umbrella right now, Yeah. Uh, the way that they've changed it. But you would be, I mean, when I talk to veterans, there's just like, I'm at a loss, I can't get an appointment, or they get an appointment, they go, they show, they take off work, they go to the VA and they show up and they go, I'm here for my appointment. They go, no, your appointment was moved to a month or two down the line. And they go, well, I never received anything. No, we, we mailed you something. No, you didn't. Yeah. I didn't get anything. And so when we are able to do that, like you're talking about them being in a rut and a lot of them are depressed because they get in that situation where they don't, they're just kind of wits end with it. Um, and that's been the most rewarding part about working with that company is taking that burden off their shoulders when a guy's reaching out and he's crying out for help for mental health issues he needs that help now not six weeks or six months from now and and that's where the va is failing beyond measure is because at, at the end of the day the bottom line is they just don't care right you know to them, it's a number. It's a numbers game. That's all it is. Right. Um, most of your guys, that most of your doctors that are in there, 
are, are they're in there serving a, an internship so they can go open up their own practice and make the big bucks. Well, Sam, that's the view of this company is that we have our own doctors. Yep. So we, we can get them staying within a week and a half to two weeks. Have them seen it's all through Zoom, all anywhere in the world. They get a diagnosis through Zoom. Um, you know, it takes about an hour just talking with them and stuff like that, getting their medical records. But, but I send all that to the doctor. They can get a mental diagnosis. I can have their claims submitted within two weeks. And then basically 90 to 120 days, we've got a, a, a service connection back to where now they can go get assistance. They, they yeah. don't have to go to the VA. They, they don't have to take off work. They don't have to do anything besides just, hey, just just give it to us. Let me take care of it. Well, and that's what, so at the end of the day, that's what we want to do is do South Ministry is basically have a complex to where we have mental health practitioners on site. We have, you know, um, just doctors on site. We have dentists on site. We have an eye doctor on site. We have a, a chiropractor on site that when a guy comes in and he hasn't been able to, to get an appointment or he's waiting on the V or whatever, that we can at least get do an initial on them and then write a, a referral to somebody where they're from and say, you need to see this guy. Here's a referral from Dr. So-and-so. Right. That's that, at the end game of Do South Bitters Ministry. That's what our end game looks like. But, you know, and that's, that's, probably- that's, and that's how you circumvent the system is getting a diagnosis from a licensed practitioner to where when yeah. you go to the VA, they can't, they can't book. Yeah. Know, they, and instead of you putting the ball in their court to where they, they're going to diagnose you now, they're going to have to either find a way to show that you're not being yes. diagnosed correctly. And, and that that's like an act of Congress because now you're contradicting what a licensed professional has already put yep. down as a diagnosis. So yes, it's, it's, a, it's a game changer. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I've always believed in that. And that's always been – you know, my wife and I were talking about it, and then, then our uh, our daughter asked us, you know, what what do you see in the future for Dom? I mean, what does the future look like to you? And it's like, you know, this is the end game. That we are a full complex. That you know, yeah, we offer these hunting opportunities, but we also offer this equine assisted healing. But we also have this, that, and the other. So when you come in, you know, we can, we can do anything that you need to get, keep the ball going or get the ball going. So, um, yeah, that's, I like what you're doing. I think that is incredible. And, and that's huge just within itself because that does impact lives and make a difference. Yeah, I mean, I think if 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 enough people, I I've, I've I've said it. My thing is, veterans say veterans. We speak the same language. There's a, we understand the struggles of first responders. We understand police and firemen. We understand, you know, the 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 service aspect of it. 
So I think, you know, that that's what really helps everything. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to our other fella? I think he, he must've, I had a glitch. I think we might've lost him. Oh, but I, I preach. I appreciate you coming on. It, 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 I'm glad we were able to have you on and I want, I want to be able to have you as a friend of the show to have you come on so we can watch this, watch Dom grow more and more and, and get more people there, more people saved, more people involved with, with uh, returning back to nature and opening their eyes and their, and their hearts and, and being able to be filled in. Absolutely. I, uh, you know, I tell you, I, I, I tell all you guys, I'm like, whenever you want me to come on, just give me a holler. I'll make time. You know, I, because the only way that we're going to make an impact is, is, is to be telling the story, to be sharing and, and to be getting this out there to people to listen to and, and, and to make them aware. There's a lot of people that aren't aware of what the issues are. And it's just because it's like, it, it, it's like they don't, the, obviously the VA doesn't want the people to know how serious the epidemic is because that would give them a black eye and they'd have to be accountable to that. And so, it, you know, it's, it's just like, it's one of those things that nobody wants to have this light shed on it. And it's, it's like, unless we shed the light on this issue, it ain't going to go away. Absolutely. Keep getting worse and worse and worse. The word I was looking for is taboo. It's like, it's a taboo topic. Oh, we don't want to talk about that. No, no, that's too real. Yeah, it is real. And and we need to be having these hard discussions. You know, our 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 local our, our senators, our governors, our representatives, they need to be willing to sit down with these grassroots operations, not these big huge like these big name, you know, multi, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. It's the grassroots mom-pa operations that are going to make a difference because it's not about the money to us. To us, it's about the lives, the lives that we're saving. And we've got to be able to have these hard conversations with these people that, that can make a difference if they just listen and, and give a darn and quit worrying about how much money they're going to get as a kickback. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if if you're out there and you're listening and you want to go out and hunt, you want to go get some fellowship, you want to get your, your mind be able to open and your heart be able to open and, and be able to meet other people, you're, you're going to want to check out Deuce Outfitters Ministries. They're in Nebraska, beautiful landscape, and it, it will allow you to get away from all the noise that's currently out there right now. Now, um, Preach, before we get off, is there any closing comments you want to be able to leave before we hop off? Just, man, no matter where you're at and what you're going through, don't give up. Keep taking that step forward. I don't care if it's just one step. Keep going in the right direction, you know. It's one step at a time. And even if it's just one step a day, at least it's a step. Don't ever give up. 
Yeah, one 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 quick thing before we hop off, preach one one little thing. I start. I I I talked about it for a little bit, but if you wake up, you made it to the wake up list. You have an obligation now. That's right. If you made it to the wake up list, you have an obligation. You you you're alive. Go go get go get it now. That's right. Make a difference in some. It's it's amazing how if if you focus on someone else. It takes all your focus off of yourself and your problems. And pretty soon your problems aren't near as big as what you thought they were. Because I can promise you there is always somebody out there that's worse off than you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Preach, I appreciate you having you on. Everyone go Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Check out Dom Deuce Outfitters Ministry. Check them out. And remember. Go ahead, brother. Yep. God bless, man. Thank you for everything. Absolutely. This has been Every Second Counts podcast. Go get it.